Welcome to this week's episode of Top Lines and Tales, your weekly livestock podcast. And as always, we're very grateful to our sponsors, Harbro, who are, of course, suppliers and manufacturers of quality livestock nutrition. Now, on Top Lines and Tales this week, it's a special privilege because it's an area that I don't really know a great deal about. But uh, we're talking about horses rather than cattle and sheep and horses that have a have a massive um uh, input into and have done into the the framework of, of farming in Scotland and, and my great pleasure to have uh, George Skinner on the on the podcast uh, George and his son Derek as well Derek but now I've been pals for a while welcome to the podcast you guys okay hello George you said you've been working with Clydesdale horses for a long time did you say since you left school that'll be a while ago well, oh, it's a long time ago. Uh, there were still horses, horses working on the farm, you see, when I left school uh, in my in my father's time in farming. Sure. Uh, so, but they disappeared and there was none uh, for about maybe 20 years right. because of mechanization. Sure. And then uh, they came back in 85. Okay. And, and just remind me just whereabouts you are there. You're Aberdeenshire, I know that. We're at Strathorn, uh, which is 20 miles uh, west of Aberdeen. Okay. Go on the, we, we look on to the A96, okay. which is the main uh, Aberdeen and Dennis Road. And, and I'd say that's somewhere near Huntley, would I be right? Neighbor, we're, close by, we're halfway between um, the Aberdeen and Northern Fainston market and uh, United Auctions Huntley market. Okay. So, for anyone that knows that area, and where good neighbours are um, Neil Barclay at Hairstone, who has obviously a considerable pedigree. Yeah. Does Neil have horses as well? He has everything else. No, not yet. <laughs> not no. yet. <laughs> not yet. We're not convinced them to buy horses yet, but you know, you never know. And we're also right next to one, next but one farm are the Ingrams and the sheep enterprises. Oh, so wow. there's a lot of sheep passing our door on a daily basis. <laughs> They're going everywhere in the country. We, we've had uh, uh, Bruce Ingram on this, or Bruce or, or Gregor on this podcast before, and they're, they're big sheep boys, serious serious games they play. Great guys, great guys. Yeah. Very, very hard working. Uh-huh. And, and, and tell me a little bit then, so you, you came back in 1985, you said you got uh, horses back in, in the farm there, uh, George, and you, you wouldn't be working them back then, but it must have been a love of yours to get back into to, to the breed, and was that you that started uh, the horses then at Strathon? Well, they came back because I we got involved in a fundraising event in the village, which... Uh, Previously, a long time ago, was a horse market, you see. Okay. So I thought that would be better than some horses uh, so that we kept the tradition. Uh-huh. And and that was how they got going. Right. That was a way back in 85. Yeah. So you run up to about 25 horses that you run there now? Oh, it's a serious disease, this horse thing, because <laughs> you never get less, you always get more. <laughs> that's all, uh, but, all, all pedigree stock. I think that's the, that's the, definitely the way, but uh, you, you don't just get but, more, you get better ones, do you? But we, we also drive, you see, there's a lot of Clydesdales being driven. Uh, we used to, well, we used to do a lot of weddings, but the, the weddings are now a thing of the past. But uh, hiring a horse and carriage is nearly a thing of the past. In the meantime, I think. Okay. But we, we, you know, we. I've seen us files. We did two weddings a week. Really. <laughs> uh, 
and, and, and it's not just one horse you put on the front of those carriages. And again, you need to correct me here because it's not my, my area, but you'll run, you'll run quite a few horses on the front of a carriage. Oh, it's a pair. Norm, normally it's a pair of horses. Okay. You know, they can, I mean, they're, they're quite tough. They can, they can climb the hills, no problem. Uh, and they can do about 10 miles per hour. They can go, do it at a working trot, you see. Yeah, I've seen them. I've certainly seen them at the Highland Show. We'll go on to that in a second. But the Highland Show, when they when they're going in and out the ring, and that'll be one of you guys in there with teams of, you know, quite a few on there, and then they come uh, galloping down that uh, that hard court there, coming down from the main ring, and uh, take, right. take a bit of hanging on to, I guess. I mean, I mean, if they're well trained and and well broken, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they shouldn't be that bad. But I mean, you've got a lot of power and, and, and weight in front of you, you know. Mm-hmm. What, sort and, of, what, what sort of weight, George, are we looking at for, for a full-grown driving horse? Well, it needs a big horse to be a ton. Okay. It, it need, something between 850 and 950 mm-hmm. is a common sort of weight. We, our five-year-old gilded just now, you see, is is 875. Okay. Uh, so you know they're they're just slightly less uh, less than a ton in weight, really. But if you four horses uh, driving, that's four ton, you see. Mm, of course. And and what sort of weight carriage would they be pulling when you're doing the exhibitions and that? Well, they're not, the the carriage is not heavy at all. No. Uh, the, the carriage that uh, the the dray that we drive it is what is known as a mineral water dray, which used to deliver would have been used the type of vehicle to deliver mineral water in, in the streets in London. Okay. Uh, and, and that's, we'd only maybe we, uh, maybe a, n- nearly a ton, and then it can it can carry two ton. Right. So that's three ton in total that a pair of horses would be pulling, you see. Okay, two ton pulling, pulling three ton, that's fair enough, but on, on wheels, of course. And let's go back to the beginning of, of this, uh, Derek, there. You would be showing horses in hand as well. That's, that's another... That's another side to it, I guess, is it? Oh, I, we, we, we've, we've had a good summer showing horses in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a five-year-old Gildan who has nearly won everything when he's been out. Uh, and he's, he also uh, is a riding horse too, you see. That's the great thing about the Claysdale. Uh, they're very versatile. Uh, and, I mean, they can drive and they can show in hand. And they're used for riding. And that is the success of the whole job. Uh-huh. Because the young people can then enjoy the Clydesdales if if they if they can ride them, you see. What sort of size are we looking at for you? If the gelding you're Well, you're them? speaking of from seventeen to eighteen hands, uh, which uh, is measured from the withers, you see, r- right up the front leg. Uh, so their their heads are standing a wee bit higher in that, really. So you see, so Derek, uh, you know, Derek's there in the background. No, no. Derek, what's that in 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 feet and inches? Well, a hand is four inches, and it's just, it's just about the six feet, you see, like a... That's, uh, that's a long way to fall off one of those, uh, George, and I'm <laughs> sure you've done that. I'm sure Derek's done it too. It'll be a long way down to the ground. Uh, you, you, you're a long... You're, but you see a bit... Once you're up there, you see a bit of the world which you, you never knew existed. <laughs> I always said that about driving a driving a combine is like when you're up on a combine you see the distance out there and of course these these animals originally would have been the combine harvesters wouldn't they of the of the, the farming world. Well, they, they were used in in a binder. You see, us would usually had three horses in a binder in the harvest time mm-hmm. when they, they were cutting the crop, 
uh, with the binder and it, it made the sheaves and now the workers came behind uh, making stooks, you see? Yeah. And the, 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 the grain had to dry out uh, normally with in fine weather. The working horses will stay with that for a minute. The, the working side of that horse, of course, down in the south, there will be shire horses and there will be other sorts of, of heavy horses as well. But in Scotland, the Clydesdale would be a little bit used to cl- claggier, heavier land maybe because it would be slightly wetter up there when you're putting, putting the harvest. Putting the harvest uh, well, I, somewhat would be, but it's near wet, near extremely wet. Like mm. There's a lot of good land in Scotland that the horses were, were, were working on, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, a good loamy sort of soil uh, with maybe pockets of stones in it. And if you were ploughing with a pair of horse and you had a stone, uh, you've got to be pretty sure that you've got a good hold of the plough. <laughs> of course. Talk about the ploughing, of course, that's where most people think of a heavy horse. Is a, nowadays, there's still ploughing competitions, and we'll be going to that in a second. But the, you know, when, you, when you're pulling, the two, two horses would pull a plough, would they, down the furrow? And, uh, no, you're not, you're not, you're not set in the bark. You, you've got to walk behind the plough. Okay. Okay. Hardest day's work, I think, ever you'll ever do, I, I'm led to believe. Uh, if you've a good, a good go and pair of horses, it's it's not a, a difficult job, really. And as you said, when you hit a stone, you've got to hang onto those handles pretty tight. <laughs> and and uh, you've got to keep keep hold. And they and they would have done for for time forever for the last two three hundred years. Horses, of course, would have tilled all the land, and you do just about every job there in on the field. From as you said, from plowing it over to to tilling it down and planting, all that would have been done. Yeah, yeah, across. absolutely. Uh, well, they used to put up uh, drills or ridges, you see, with a pair of horse. Yeah. Uh, and when you was planting planting potatoes, uh, the squad came and planted the potatoes and they bought in the ridge and then the horse came along and filled them in. Okay. And and then it started to, the tarry started to grow. Uh-huh. I mean, what sort of usage would you have out of a horse going back the way when you're talking to your younger days there, um, George? So you the horse would go out and... and, and what sort of hours would you put a horse through in, in, in going back the way? Well, normally it was four hours in the morning and four hours in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, that was the, an eight-hour, well, no, they usually had an hour and a half break at lunchtime. Right, okay, which is better than, we, more than most of us get these days. And, and would you run, or would they have run back in the day then, would they run uh, Double horses, so they would put another one on to take over when the other one's uh, tied out a bit. No. Oh no! Oh no! The, the horsemen and his horses got got a, a break of an hour and a half right. at lunchtime. Okay. The, I mean, the the horseman kept his own pair of horses. You see, mm-hmm. okay. So he had two horses, and he looked after that pair. Uh-uh. Uh, and if there was more than one horseman on the farm, they each had a pair. So you mentioned that your father ran the horses on the farm there, so you would have had a pair of horses yourself to look after as a youngster. It, well, in my, there was a tractor came home here in 1939, you see, so, you know, my father was beginning to get recognised by that time. Mm-hmm. An old an old case tractor that came across from America in a box, <laughs> and they assembled the tractor uh, 30 miles away. Really? And then ran, ran it over. Uh-huh. And 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 the tractor, as you said, would be, of course, the downfall of the horse eventually. But I mean, the horse had been there for two hundred years before that. But I mean, a lot of places carried on using horses for a lot after those tractors arrived. Didn't they? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But 
you see, there was a still there. This grass sickness disease was a serious problem with horses, with work horses. I mean, whales. The the farmer lost maybe two of his horses in the springtime. You see, with grass sickness, okay. and they're still trying to find out the real cause of it. Grass sickness, and that would be a killer, would it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they could be lying dead within four or five hours. Oh, okay. So we move on to 1985, and you got involved with uh, with the Clydes then, I suppose, and and you are widely recognised as one of the the, the top um, horse studs in in Aberdeen in, in across Scotland, I guess. Yeah, I were were pretty well known. I mean, I was president of the Clydesdale Horse Society for two years. You see, okay. way way back in 2006, like. Right. I enjoyed that bet really, but uh, there was never any bother with the horses. It was files that people. <laughs> that's like a vet will always say. There's no problem with the animals. It's the owners is the problem. And the, okay, that's that's fair comment. And and the the Clydesdale Horse Society covers the whole of Great Britain and Ireland. I think doesn't it? It's uh, it's uh, yeah yeah yeah. I, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Okay. All goes right. Uh, Great Britain and and, and Ireland. Okay. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of Clydesdale horses in Northern Ireland, uh-huh. and there's a lot of Clydesdales in Southern Ireland too, but not so many. There's a lot of good females in in Northern Ireland. Let, let, let's go on to the breeding side of it, uh, uh, George. There, of course, you don't just show the horses, and uh, but you'll be a, a breeder of the horses, and that's that'll be the hard thing. There'll be some great sires and stud sires that have been used uh, over the years. Is there anything there you can you can Remember, that's probably been a big influence in in the in the breeding. Oh, the, the, no, no doubt that the the, the Kalesi cut above stallion. Uh-huh. I said Ronnie Block the Kalesi mm-hmm. had this cut above stallion, which sired a lot of mares and sired a lot of foals actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in his time, he lived to a good a ripe old age. I think of twenty two years twenty two years old, right. and. There's quite a lot of females still left in the breed, which have got cut above blood in them, you know. Okay. And Ronnie Black, another well-known name, not just in the cattle world, but in the sheep world too, and, and a well-recognised breeder in, in Scotland. And uh, I guess he'd be one of your oppos, would he, in the in the shoe ring? Oh, definitely. I would. I nearly, I nearly made it in last in Saturday, but not quite. <laughs> uh, uh, we were reserve champion, and Ronnie was champion. Okay. Yeah. They, and uh, we were as near as I've ever been. It's <laughs> not easy for a gelding to beat a filly. That's probably the females. The, the the females also always are favoured by the judge. You know. <laughs> and and you talk about judge, and of course you judge a lot of shows yourself, and, and I imagine a lot of a lot of shows and events. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've been in Australia judging Claysdale, say. Okay. And, and I, well, I haven't, I've never judged in America, but I've been at the three previous world shows. Right, and and how often which were held in America? How often do they run the the, the world shows? Is that every well, it should be every four years, but it's getting a wee bit of a heck up while because of this COVID problem. You see, sure. and and you're judging those? Are you judging those written? You're judging them in hand or or, or, or on, on, uh, on most the, of the well, it's it's in hand. Uh, and also driving. A lot of driving goes on at the world shows. B- various mixes from single up to eight horse, eight horse teams. You see. 
And, and how would you judge a, a, a team? I've seen the teams I said earlier on, and we'll go on to the Highland maybe in a second. How would you judge a team of six or eight horses running? And is that to do with the, you know, the way the the the, the carriage is, is is brought out and and the sign writing on the side of that, or is it just about the locomotion of the horses, or or, or is it a combination of all of those things? It's a combination of all, but the most important thing is for the horses to have action. I mean, if you're looking at, at six horses or eight horses, uh, they must be all working together, but they must always have action. Okay. And uh, action is so important. Like, okay. and it, It's a hind leg, it's so important in, a, in, a, in any horse, but very important in a Clydesdale horse. Like. Okay. The hind leg is the engine of the horse, you see. Okay. I get that, and assume if they're working and ploughing and what have you, that's where the power is, because that's where the muscle is. Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, and, and and what about the synchronised between them all? Is it all about to get them all trotting the same legs on the floor at the same time? Well, it's it's just like everything else. It's practice and working with them that you'll get it to happen. And and, and that obviously uh, is what is what you do and what you've done to get the success that you've had. So, to, to, how do you go about training that? Oh, you you start off as a single uh-huh. horse, you see. And then you'll go into a pair, and if you've a good going pair, you you'll think, oh well, damn it, we could put a we could put another pair in the front, and then we'd have a four horse team. Uh-huh. And but they've got to be good going single horses to begin with, and then they've got to work as a pair, and then they they, they go from there. And and George, are they born? I mean, you you breed horses, obviously, and say we're going to that. You've been a successful breeder of them, but uh, are they born with those skills, or is that, are they born with the right attributes, and then you train it into them? It's it's born in them, like really, mm-hmm. the 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 idea to to work and to show themselves. Uh, it's it's born in in the horses, really. So if you're if you're buying a, a, a stud horse, or you're breeding now from um, stud horses, then it's all about how they move that's important, is it? Well, the, the movement is so important, you know. Uh, if, if, if they're a good mover, uh, they, they're no use to me because you know you need a horse which is a good mover. Uh-huh. Okay, and what about the, the the rest of it? I see them at the again the Highland Show. It's probably the only time I come in contact with the with the Clydesdales, but you see them dressing them up and and, and hair down the back legs and and the, and the mane and and the head and the carriage and the lugs and all the rest of that. Is that that's obviously equally important as well, is it? The feather, which is the some people say the hairy feet, <laughs> that is so important. That and if it's all if it's four white legs, that's even better. Okay. But there's, but there's nothing wrong with black, but with a dark leg, not 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 at all. There's a lot of good horses with a dark leg, mm-hmm. but but four white legs and plenty of hair. I mean, the the whole foot should be covered with hair. You shouldn't you shouldn't actually see the foot. You need plenty of hair to cover the foot and plenty of feather uh, and and uh, what do we call spot hair, which is the hair that's coming down the front of the, of, the, of the horse's foot. And you mentioned the white feet, four white feet. I mean, that must be uh, when an animal's working there with all that white hair down, it must be difficult to keep clean and, and uh, especially you get a bit of mud around about the place, a big job. I, it, 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 you've just got to be, like everything else, you've just got to be working away at it and just... Try and keep them as clean as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, look after the hair by by using what they call pig oil, which is which is an oil you can use to to keep the hair. You see, okay. 
Very important this 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 hair in their legs. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the, a lot of people speak about the hairy legged horse, but you know the the the, the fairly thin in the skin, you see, uh, and so the hair is given in protection. Ah, oh, I get that. So, uh, yeah, thin skinned and the hair is there to protect the hoof, I guess. And to protect the hoof and, and protect the leg, you see. And and when they're working on fairly clarty ground, there that that obviously would, as a working horse, that would get fairly filled up with a bit of mud and uh, around about there. And, oh, and that's a good thing. They, they do it with that. Like the only way is take a hose or a power washer when you come home and just wash them down. Like the power washer is very handy. <laughs> It's a, it was a great invention. It's probably as good of an invention as a mobile phone to a farmer. You're right. But um, the, the the hoof, let's go on to the hoof side of it. And obviously the, these horses are, are shod and, and a blacksmith is, 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 a, is a gifted uh, talent, isn't it? But I guess you guys would shoe your own horses, do you? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah. By, by law. We've got to employ a far, what they call a farrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it used to be a blacksmith, but it's a, a farrier. Uh, that the employee now, when he comes and shoes horses, takes off the old shoes and puts on new ones. And would that shoe vary depending what they're doing, whether maybe they're working in the field or whether you're running up the tarmac into the Highland Show, for instance, would a shoe's different materials nowadays? It's a skilled job, isn't it? The, the, the material would still be the same, but the shape, and then the, 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 they would allow studs to be, to be put into the shoes okay. so the horse get more of a grip in the dark surface, you see. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how often would uh, the farriers be, be visiting you to reissue the horses? Depends what you're doing, but if you're doing a lot of road work, you're speaking about six weeks, like, and need another set of shoes. Okay, and they wouldn't be cheap these days. Years ago, the farrier would be a... They need a lot of money at farrier guys, like... <laughs> Good profession. It's a dying profession, isn't it? One of my friends of mine, his son has gone into being a farrier, but there's there's very few about these days, aren't there? Well, I'd want to be true now. There's more farriers study, uh, studying to be farriers than there's ever been, I think. Like because it's it's a good it's a good paying job, you know. You only need a van and a and and, and a gas uh, heater, and 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 you can buy the shoes. You see. You make it sound, uh, uh, make it sound easy there. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure it is, George. I wouldn't want to do it. It's not an easy job. You need a short, a short kind of back. Uh, it's not an easy job to to be working with a horse. Uh, you know, if every day like it's not. And usually, while you get a rascal, it's a bit of a kicker. <laughs> uh, so you really got to hold on. It's a very dangerous kind of thing, you see, because you can get hurt very easily uh, if a horse kicks you. Something, you see. The it, farriers are they big rugby playing types of, of, of folks, or there, there's a few, there are a few ladies in there. There's a few lady female farriers these days. Yeah, yeah, there, there's some female farriers, are they? Like, oh, I, As I said, a great skill and, and profession. And uh, and are there farriers out there, the, the good guys, the best of the best, or will you all just use the sort of local nearest one? Yeah, really. I mean, it it's just depends. I mean, we have got a, a Murray McIntosh that comes to us every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have a lot of ponies too, you see, okay. and there's only something needing to be short. But I mean, usually if you pick your, your the farrier, he he knows your horses, mm-hmm. and he knows the job, you see. So uh, you know, we we get on all right with the farrier we've got. And with a farrier coming every week, there's obviously a it is a running cost, as you said. And and what other costs? I suppose you're looking at feed costs. I've fed a few cattle over the years. I've never really fed a horse, but uh, they always seem to be like they're fairly hungry creatures. They need a lot of feed, uh, 
provided you know the, the, their good converters of haylage are grass okay. and to energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they, they maybe need some oats or, or some hard feed just to keep them going. But they're very easy to keep the, the weight on them. And again, I suppose it depends how much you, you're working them. And let's go on, on to to your prowess. Uh, you've you've I've seen your your horses. I think at the, the Yorkshire Show and certainly the Highland Show. And you'll turn out at a lot of these shows with it with a with a dray on there. And and, and and some of those are competitions, are they? You'll won your shares at those. Oh, I mean, well, the, the Highland Show is one of the best uh, heavy horse driving shows in Britain uh-huh. because you can drive every day. Yeah. If you went at the various variant classes, you see. And how do those cl- so, how do those classes work then? Do you, are you because like, we see the horses again at the Highland? And a lot of people will say, "Well, we have to stop at a certain time of day because we can't cross the tracks because the heavy horses are coming through." Yeah. And and uh, but that that sort of uh, holds us up. But to see those are each one of those days a different class, or is that just you just exhibiting them? Oh, uh, there's different classes every day. Like the Thursday starts off with with a single uh, horse. Uh, agriculture type vehicle or, or a dray and then uh, the Friday would be the teams and the unicorns at four horses or three horses right. two, two different classes like okay. that's why that's why your training's been interrupted Andy because that's four closers on the road okay and, and, <laughs> and I've seen you Derek in the background I can hear I've seen you Derek running alongside the horses and you will have sometimes you'll have somebody running alongside the alongside and that's that's a hard job as well well, I mean, you, you, you soon get used to it. You just have to get on with it and do it, and that's it. Yeah, obviously, there'll be, on some of these days, there'll be two or three of you on there as well, each of a job. Ah, well, you've always got a groom, you see, and if you've four horses, you've got two grooms, because they're going to get down once you get into the ring, uh-huh. uh, and they, stay, they stand with the horses, uh, because these horses, which have been accustomed to motoring on, Okay, I'm learning on the hoof here myself. Uh, obviously, I, I, I've never—I will admit—I've never got to see them being shown actually in the in the main ring. There's normally so much going on at the Highland Show, uh, uh, but uh, I won't ask you for exacts. But I mean, you'll have won the Highland Show a few times, I guess. So. We have not just been that successful. We, uh, we, we, we won agriculture uh, 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 with, with what we call a box cart, which is an original. Uh, farm vehicle, okay. uh, which is a tap cart, really. I mean, that's what, what, what the English people would call it uh, a tap cart, you see. And then other ones, well, the biggest problem with, with us, we've always got fairly young horses, you see. Okay. We didn't keep them, well, we keep some of them long, but not that long, really. But, but that's how it goes, like uh, in the show and world. But ladies' cart as well. Hi, we 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 well we kicked off the ride, didn't you see at the Highland Show? Okay. Away back in two, three or two or two would have been. We 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 put a horse and the the one of the the the, the light horse uh, riding classes, which you were allowed to do. Right. And I think he came out seven to the fourteen. Okay. Uh, it was an Australian girl that was riding the horse actually. And eventually, we, we got a, a, a dedicated riding class at the Highland Show, you see, right. which is good, very good for, for the breed, I'd like. Uh-huh. And you talk about the breed. You mentioned the, the Clydesdale Horse Society. And, of course, the, 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 the breed is worldwide now, isn't it? And, uh, and growing, I think, a growing membership. 
I think I think so, like there's a lot of Clydesdales in North America, you see. Mm-hmm. I mean there's more Clydesdales in the in the in the Great Lakes in you know, Chicago, right up to Toronto Toronto okay. than anywhere else in the world. Well, the aggravation I know, I haven't been there, the, the aggravation, they have a great uh, um, ride there. But there would be, let me just, just throw a curveball in a little bit. Of course, I'm from England, Middle England originally. I'm from the Shires, and of course, there's the Shire Horse. So the, the Shire Horse and the Clydesdale, let's just to our overseas listener, or to, to myself for this matter, uh, just, just give me a little bit of a difference between the two, the two breeds. The Shire maybe is, is bigger or taller than the, the Clydesdales. But you know they 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 have not got the well most of them and I got the quality of hair that the Clydesdale has. Okay. That's one thing you know. You feel the the hair, the feather of the Clydesdales. It's as soft as anything. Uh-huh. Where the shires just maybe lack a wee bit of quality there. But there's a lot of good shires too. You know. <laughs> Uh, they would they come from different places we've studied on on this podcast before we've studied Robert Bakewell and I think he was the man that was sort of responsible for getting the shire horse to where it was and would the client who would there be somebody similar in Scotland that would be responsible from the Lanarkshire area where the Clydes come from for bringing these Clydes out, out making the breed well I mean it's a it's a, a gentleman for Wigtonshire Hugh Ramsey okay. uh, who's one of the best drivers in the world really mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, in Met City, you cannot teach anybody how to drive. You, you've either, you either do it or you don't. <laughs> okay. I think that's most driving instructors would probably say that about people that go on the roads there. But that's interesting that you say that they can't, uh, it can't be taught. That's something that's bred, bred into you, is it, to, to be able to drive? Well, well we, we hope that we've got the ability to train people to drive. Uh-huh. Because we, we do that in, 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 on the farm, really. We, we run Clydesdale days, and we, we people can practice driving. Sure, you get youngsters in there on the farm, and, uh, and there's people coming in there learning that trade all the time, is that? That's right. That's right. Uh, it's it's all because of the of the riding world, really, that we've got people interested in doing work with the Clydesdales, mm-hmm. and then they get started driving, and then at some hooked, you see. You're selling yourself short, as I said. I know you're one of the you know, the top Clydesdale men in the team, should I say, in, in, in Scotland, if not in the world there. And, and uh, there was something called the celebration of the Clydesdale, I think, in, was it 2019 that uh, you got involved? 2019, at, at, at the Highland Show, uh, it was Benny Duncan and I who put that whole thing together. Okay. Benny Duncan, he's from Fife, and he's a, more a harness, what we call a harness person. But he also drives, and he's got all the old machinery, okay. which uh, we they showed off at the at the Highland Show in, in two nineteen, okay. and then we we finished off that trip uh, with the the four horse drill team uh, from from Strathorn, which is is, a, is four riding horses doing a a, a drill, right. a planned drill to music. Okay, we, we did that at the Highland Show in nineteen. And uh, I think Derek had said that was called the Miller Award. Is that right? I could be right there. And, and and you said you know horses around and about uh, round about the world there in North America certainly. Um, and and you would export a few horses. Would you be breeding horses and and selling them across the world? Oh, we we've exported horses. Okay, native to with that, like absolutely. Uh, you know, more to the continent, really. You know, Italy and. 
and and that kind of places that we've exported horses to, like uh, I think we've been lucky to export. Hopefully, I might, we might manage to sell some of the Americans at the World Show. Okay. And when's the world, <laughs> when is the World Show? 20th to the 23rd of October. This year? This year, next year. And where? Oh. And where? There, um, well, it's at P&G Live in, in Aberdeen, which is a big new building, which has never had a horse show in it in its life before. Okay. That's brilliant. And it? It, of all the, of all the, I've been at the three previous world shows as a spectator, uh, and this is the best site of the it we've got in Scotland for any uh, world show. And, and that will be televised, I guess, or a YouTube channel somewhere that people can watch that all over the world, can they? I definitely, I oh, I would imagine so. I, I don't care a lot about it. I'll just have to be there and working. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you'll be there doing your bit. And, and you, you mentioned Australia before, and you've been down the World Clydesdale Show down down there as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The, 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 the Clydesdale boys are more like uh, this, the old-type Scottish horse, which is not quite... The mares are about 16, 16 two, okay. and and the, the Geldens must be 17 hands, but very, very well trained, the, 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 the Australian horses for driving. Okay. I mean, they, they just stop, and, and the hunger reigns over the, the hams, and they just stand there. Brilliant. And, and and there would be in the modern day we are in breeding uh, with livestock, cattle, and sheep, and what have you. Is there a little bit of of, of, of semen um, sales and embryo transfer and that sort of thing? Is that going on now in the horse? Uh, I don't know. Black's been doing embryo. Uh, AI is not just that successful, but it's been it's been a, a reasonable success. Uh, but there's a lot of Scottish stallions to see are bought to go out to. Till um, to Australia okay. and also, also to America, like and just put them on a plane and away they go. That's right. That's right. That's the way to do it. Right? <laughs> and 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 is is uh, so the embryo transfer? I mean, is it regulated at the semen side of it? Is it regulated as it is in the racehorse side, where it's well, it's not allowed in the racehorse world. I don't think is it. No, well, Ronnie Block has now had two falls with with an embryo uh, and been quite successful. I would think, you know, but it's quite expensive. Well, I was going to say about the expense side of it, George, I'm not really aware of what, what, what a horse costs. I mean, my, my, my sister had a few horses. Thankfully, I had two boys that didn't have horses. I don't know what a horse costs, but what, what sort of money would, if I wanted to go and buy myself a, a decent filly to breed a couple of horses from, what sort of money would I be looking at? Somewhere between six and 8,000. Okay. okay. And, and is there places we can go to buy that? Are there sales, you know, the, the regular annual sales most of this most of the business is done privately you know we never very seldom go to sales uh, and people know that if they'll phone us up and have you got something to sell Mm -hmm. and they can come and look for their own and and then we, we can assess the people you, uh, you assess the buyers and to work out what they, what, how much they can afford. That it sounds like the cattle world to me. Yeah, well, no, nearly. They've got to be able to, to handle the horse and look after it. Uh-huh. Okay. No, that's the kind of thing. No, 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 no. We, 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 we just, we, 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 we never fall out about money at eight comes. <laughs> That's fair enough. But a man from Aberdeenshire would always say that. To be fair, but uh, you'll still you'll still want the best money you can. And no, that's interesting. And is there a record price for for, uh, for a Clydesdale these days? Is it big money? Ah, it's it's risen a bit since the COVID come come and go because 
people who've got money to spend. <laughs> or if, if we continue in this situation, we everything going up in price, they might not have so much money for very long. Yeah, yeah, you're dead right there. I think we might be might, might be heading down a recession a little bit, but uh, now, as you said, the Clydes, uh, the, the interest in the Clydes is is growing. Is interest in in in, uh, in that side? Of, I suppose the small absolutely, small absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I do. Uh, and, uh, and that's brilliant. Yeah, and you'll be selling with, with twenty five. Uh, um, how many breeding breeding mares do you keep? Oh, we 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 are now known as one of the, the we we've we are down now to two, to two breeding mares. And and have two two year old uh, two year old fillies. Okay. We may we used to we used to buy the men, uh, for the gelding job, the males, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at at a year old. But they've been maybe a wee bit more expensive mm-hmm. than than uh, they've been. So we're maybe breeding more. But we we do not breed that many because we like to see all the horses working. You see, so as you you want to see them working before you can before you can run them, and obviously the showing side of it is important to you. And what sort of numbers of shows do you go to? I know you said they had a big win this weekend that Derek was quite excited about. And uh, how many shows do you get to your courses to each? Oh, we'd have done about nine shows this summer actually. And it's a big expensive uh, job. Um, George, isn't it when you go there? Because it's not just like taking the float down there. You're taking an Arctic with you, with you, with your, um, with your carriage. Yeah, 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 It's not a cheap day out, is it? It's very important that that you're at the shows because you can meet people, uh, uh, and that is how you can sell your horses if you meet the people. Yeah, yeah, that's fair comment, especially if you're doing a national sale to go to. Then, as you said, a lot of the sale is done word of mouth, and that comes down from you uh, meeting people, but winning the prizes as well and being out there. Exactly, exactly. But but I mean, as near do it like uh, that. That that's. What, I mean, if you if you're near the show or you're near show and you're soon forgotten about. <laughs> Same in every breed, isn't it? And I know um, I, I first met Derek a long time ago. I, I mentioned this a lot of times on this podcast. Uh, the Royal Smithfield show. He was down there and showing a few cattle as well. And uh, you got a few cattle about you too. You're not just horses, are you? Oh, it's it's near my department. That's Derek's department. Uh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. I don't get involved with them. Yeah. I just. I just have got to provide the food. It's <laughs> <laughs> an expensive game that one as well, isn't it? What are you saying, Derek? And so the, the the youngsters in the breed now, as you, you mentioned earlier on, people coming there is is is, is there a, a, a channel within the the, the Clydesdale Society that's encouraging youngsters into the into the job? Oh, I definitely, definitely. They're, they're encouraged. I mean, there's there's young Honda competitions or young judges competitions uh, and and you know there's a stockman's competition all for young people okay and we're more young people coming into the job and we've seen for a lot of years really that's, but that's great to hear in the horse world that the the youngsters are coming in and and, and you do a little yeah. bit you, you're involved in a little bit of that to encourage these youngsters oh definitely right i mean i'm not fit to bend down and wash horses these days <laughs> The the girls it's mostly girls that's coming in, but there's male members coming too. Like uh-huh. okay, and they're coming in, into the job as you said. They're coming in as farriers, and they're coming in as, as the, as the yeah, 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 uh, right. absolutely. But it still needs the old man to sit, sit on 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 the on the on the front of the dray. That's that's still your job, George. Oh well, oh I can still do that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> he's still allowed to do that. Still allowed to do that just now, and that, and that yeah, 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 absolutely brilliant. And as I said, that you know, those amongst the, the, our listeners here that have, have seen the, you know, the 
the Clydes at the Highland Show, we're always absolutely in awe of them and, 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 and the fitness of the guys running along behind. And then you see yourself and David Walker up on, on, on the top of the dray there, just, just taking the cream out of it. But uh, <laughs> you'll be, uh, yeah, that you've earned your spurs to get up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely, absolutely. absolutely. I, mean, I like to see those young drivers go and do, you know, because uh-huh. it's important that young people drive in too. And is Derek up to that level yet? Can you stick him on the front there and let, oh, let him go? Well, it was Derek that won the box cart at the Highland Show. Okay, good lad. Good lad. Oh, he can. He, he drives, and we do a lot of work for the driving for the the, the driving for disabled and disabled people come okay. to, to to us uh, twice a week, and we've a, a carriage that can take two wheelchairs. Right, brilliant. Okay, and and pulled pulled by a crazy horse, you see. Brilliant. And and would I see a lot of, I would say a lot of, but farmers that have been, you know, older in their farming life and remember these horses is a bit like you know, me as a youngster wanting a Ferrari that I drove when I was, or a tractor that I drove when I was 15, 16. Are, are there some of the older farmers coming back in and saying, well, you know, I'm retiring a little bit now, we'll take a Clyde on, on, on take a Clyde and... Uh, there is, like, but there's not that many, but they're still interested mm-hmm. in the horses, like, no, do with that, like, absolutely, like, yeah. absolutely. Well, George, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And as I said it's earlier on, it's not a, something I know a great deal about, but I know you're a well-respected uh, breeder and, 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 and um, yeah, 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 yeah. in amongst that. So it's, it's been superb to have you on, on the podca- on Top Lines and Tales podcast. Uh, George, thanks, yeah. thanks very much for, for your help. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Top Lines and Tales. And uh, we're very grateful to our sponsors, Harbro, um, for their weekly sponsorship. And, and why not look Harbro out? Maybe go to their website or contact your local representative and have a chat with them and see how Harborough can help you in these um, current slightly difficult times uh, uh, with a no obligation uh, look at your own feed requirements. And also, don't forget, while you're on social media looking for Harborough, do have a look at our Top Lines and Tales Facebook page where you'll find some more information and photographs to back up this week's episode and other episodes.